America's ass. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello. Welcome back to Sexuality, a podcast that examines queer content in media. Today I am joined by um, a guest you will recognize from um, an episode that came out last week, Dana. Hello, great to be back so soon. <laughs> and you will be back again at the end of the month. Of course. And a new uh, a new friend, um, Alex. Would you like to introduce yourself, Alex? Hello, uh, my name is Alex and I'm a 23-year-old queer question mark. High five. <laughs> High five. <laughs> We're all still question mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today we're doing, who wants to introduce it? We're doing a so enthusiastically <laughs> about Avengers Endgame and Infinity War. And yeah. yeah. So we're talking because we just came from like Endgame is still playing at the cinemas. So uh, I decided it would be fun to do it fun, <laughs> fun. It would be very fun to do an episode on this and sort out all of my uh, all of my grievances with the with the movie. <laughs> How about, like, we say what we liked about the movie okay, yeah, before, before, we, before we just rip it to shit? Yeah. Okay, you want to start, Alex? <laughs> um, I, I liked that... Um, oh, am I going to spoil it for anyone? I you're meant I mean, to spoil it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. you meant to spoil it. I, I liked... This is going to sound a bit, like, crazy and sadistic, but I, I liked how uh, Tony Stark's um, death... Is and is is wrapped up by a, sort of a nice catharsis of all the characters coming together and saying, "Hey, let's move on." Like Captain America was saying in in his like AA group, not AA, but like you know, oh, yeah, moving so, on group. Yeah. Um, I I I like that they 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 have that um in there just just as a nice just as a nice okay wrap this up on a slightly good point. So there's that. Yeah. No, that's that's a good that's an interesting point to have like. Tony Stark's death be the catharsis that everybody else needed to move on. Mm. It was interesting because I've never enjoyed Tony in these movies, which mm. is rather problematic. But but mostly because he's like steps on everyone else's screen time. But like even I was finding this is the first movie where I've fully been able to go, Oh wow, I can actually see his motives, I can see his point of view, he's well written across mm. like he has character development that stays consistent. And I was like, even I was a little sad to say goodbye at the end. And that's something I never thought I would say. If you told me 12 months ago, I'd be just a little bit bittersweet when Tony Stark died. I would have been like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I thought his ending was like really classy. Yeah, and, like, it, was it was a good really way. Good. Like, And um, parallels really nicely. We were just talking about this before the podcast started. It parallel. Well, we saw the meme about it. Parallels um, him and Cap's exchange back in Avengers. Like, mm. not the type to crawl over the wire. Yeah, like, like I'd just cut the wire kind of thing. Yeah, the first but when he realises he can't metagame this, he'd much yeah. rather his family and his friends yeah. are safe. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I liked Cheeseburgers. Um, oh, Morgenstern! <laughs> um, yeah. I, uh, I liked Carol's lesbian haircut oh, and yeah. also Rude. the knowing like lesbian smile she has when Peter Parker <laughs> introduces himself. Hi, I'm Peter Parker. Hi, Peter Parker, you got something for me? <laughs> um, I really liked Cap building Milnia. That was good. Everyone that was, was like a very Yeah, that was like, moment. everyone was like, I just remember my housemate sitting next to me screaming, fuck yeah! And me going, yeah! It was I so like good. cheered in the cinema. Yeah. I think everybody cheered I in the cinema. I screamed, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, God. I'm trying to think. Um, what else did we like about there it? Is this the ladies' lineup. 
Yes. Yes. I was going to yes. say that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Avid quick yes. Yes. <laughs> they're all so hot. <laughs> yeah, they're all I'm so glad that there are more than one, there's more than one woman. Um, some of the characters were very well written and emotive. Mm-hmm. I think, like, Clint had probably his best writing in this movie. Oh, uh, well, it was very racist and it was that, really That weird. was, okay, I don't mean the start of his writing. I mean, Jeremy Renner could actually not be a bland person. Yeah, for once, that's true. And could be a bit sad and angsty yeah. and, like... But, I mean, like, at the same time, well. family's fridged for him to go on a homicidal rampage, and then we're just supposed to believe that, like, after five years of murdering people senselessly, <laughs> that he can just go back to his family, like... It's the Ultimates universe, baby! Yeah! <laughs> uh, um, Nat- um, ScarJo acted really well. Yeah, acted she did really, really well as well. Yeah, I don't like Scarlett Johansson, but I, I love... Black yeah, I think like, this was the the most acting chops I've seen mm, in a Marvel movie for her character. Mm, it's because um she actually had depth to her character. Yeah, the only other one which stands out really for her is Winter Soldier, but mm. even then it was a little bit. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't her movie, but she did a good job in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked how she she linked her identity with with the family of Avengers, and and in a in a way that that is is sad that she's got nothing else outside of that. But also, if if that makes her a better person, as she says in the movie, that's really touching. It's I her find that family. Awesome. Yeah, I am um, like I I agree with you, but also this is one of the points I wanted to touch on is that like I was reading some articles about how the family dynamics that are expressed in this movie are very much um there's a real emphasis on scott and cassie um there's an emphasis on tony and pepper and Rhodey and morgan and like there's there's like a lot of like fathers and daughters mm. and then there's um like Thor nuclear families yeah like nuclear families oh, like right. you, yeah there's a real emphasis on that because like then at the end you get um Scott and uh, Wasp and um, I can't remember what's her name Cassie. Cassie. They and... really do insert like hetero- heteronormative. Yeah, it's extremely heteronormative to the detriment stuff. of everyone. You you can tell that Disney owns it now. Yeah, like, yeah. It's yeah. just flat out like and yeah and so let's talk about the one gay character then. <laughs> Fucking. We got an oh. unnamed gay character, random support With dude. Oh. Husband syndrome. Um, <clears throat> was it that or just he was talking? He was going on a date, and he and his date were having a breakdown and crying. Yeah, because they kept remembering all the people they lost. Yeah, I thought he was um, talking about his husband. I don't know. That no. whole thing was unclear, and I didn't really. Oh man, was it really? Was it really a dead husband? I think was so. It? it was a dog. Oh, okay. My, sorry, folks. Um, for those who don't know the context, my girlfriend is silently in the corner in the room. No, like... Hi, Bonnie. Hi. <laughs> yeah, the gay reveal was him saying, I miss him so yeah. much. Oh. Pronouning his dead husband yeah. slash partner. I literally also... watched the movie twice. Yeah. And I completely you missed see, it see, I thought times. it was just... He's like, oh, I finally went on a date again. And he, like, he... Being yeah, the he guy pronounced yeah. his date and he, also his... Okay, husband, I yeah. just missed the dead husband. It's mm. okay. I was, like, too busy laughing at them thinking that's the most, like, progressive reveal See, of the century, is... played by a straight guy who's one of the directors, so it's very fucking Ugh. self-congratulatory. It really is. They might as well have their own noses so firmly up their own ass. <laughs> 
They do. Oh, trust me, they do. I I'm thought like... when you say like the only canonically um, queer character, I thought you meant Valky- uh, Valkyrie. No, only on school. Like the only thing that's gay. made it to the final edit to yeah. the cinema, like. And I don't like. I'm tired of giving studios credit for confirming gayness off the screen or confirming it through the comics. Fucking show me. Yeah. Doesn't. But come um, the I'll thing is, you. like mm. the Taika Waititi and um, Tessa yeah. Thompson, they as filmed talked, that. Scene. As we talked about yeah, in our record, that, yeah. Yeah. they filmed that scene. It was the studio. But then Disney that was locked like, down the footage. Cut it out. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> also, the director from Black Panther wanted a queer scene with I think it's um, Nakia and. <laughs> Somebody else, I'm not sure. I think, I can't remember who it was. I thought it might have been Okoye, because in the comics I know Okoye has has had same-sex relationships. Oh, okay. And everyone was really actually angry about it when it was later revealed that she was literally dating that random poncho guy. Yeah. And, like, they made that a big standoff, and I'm just there, like, I'm just there, like... Is it that, um, the guy from Get Out? Yeah, yes. I'm sorry. Um, Posh Kenneth from Skins? I'm real bad. Um, but I'm, like, I'm just remembering the poncho tribe with the cool shields. (laughs) 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 Um, no... But like M'Baku? me, no, no Mbaku, no, no. Mbaku's um, uh, seemingly bad guy. Well, yeah, and oh, he's, the, he's the one the who mountain tribe. He's the one Mbaku's in, in us. I got confused. Sorry. He's the one who they really See? cleverly yeah. um, Winston Duke. He's the one they really cleverly unpicked all the racist tropes that went into his like original comic book writing and yeah. appearance mm. and made him really cool. I really love him in the movies. Mm. They did such a good job. And Winston Duke is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Mm. Um, where was I going with this? Oh yeah, how they just randomly have this whole interaction between Okoye, like, uh, would you would, would you kill me for my country? Yeah, and I'm like, she gay. <laughs> <laughs> me, or like, she queer. Me from my seat, like, boo. Where's her girlfriend? <laughs> I'm like, of course she don't care. <laughs> Yeah, where is her other Dora Milaje girlfriend? In, in <laughs> Infinity Wars, I, I have this feeling of, oh, they're allowing uh, uh, people of colour, particularly uh, um, women of colour, so uh, the Dora Milaje. Dora Milaje, yeah. Milaje, uh, uh, allowing them to be um, angry on screen without, without being sassy and without being... But also, at the same time, all these women have their sexuality entirely removed i feel like from by by the fact of them um shaving their head and i I, i'm I'm not sure i feel like they're portrayed in a in a very non-sexual way which uh fine but also it's not necessarily a bad thing but also like there's because it's a double-edged sword it's like thank you for not portraying women in an uber sexualized Mm. way but at the same time why do we not allow women of colour to have the same things, same experiences or same well, representations as white women? Like, it's like, I don't know if you heard, um, a friend sent me something, they were really excited about it, and I was like, um, kind of on the fence. A friend sent me something that was like confirming, I think it was like um, a deleted scene from Endgame between Thor and Valkyrie, and it had I had two mixed feelings about it. The, the first thing that friend was like, look, it confirms that they're not a couple. And I'm like, oh yeah, but that's like, I know so many women of color were so happy that Valkyrie mm. got to be pitched mm. as like equal mm. worthiness of a love interest mm. for Thor because women of color are never the love interests, especially mm. for the big main heroes. Yeah. Um, and, and like, I'm like, of course, like queer lady me is like, yay. But then the other part of me was skeptical about it because it's of course Endgame, And we know how they treated Thor in Endgame. And um, I was like, oh, so is this going to be another hidden fat phobia barb? Like, 
that she's only yeah. not into him because he looks like this now. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just kind of like shut that bombshell down. Yeah, just like go, just put <laughs> I it was in like, a corner and just throw. I was like, the that's fine. <laughs> Dog on fire meme. There was the, for context. Sorry, the deleted scene was apparently like they're saying goodbye up on the cliffs when they've handed over the leadership. And, and, and Thor, like, she goes to go for a friendly, um, like, shoulder touch, and Thor goes in for a kiss, and she's like, no, I don't feel about you like that. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. That's apparently the scene. Well, on one hand, it's like, that's because she's, well, no, she's bi, isn't she? So, yeah. like, who, as if you're not attracted to Thor. So. Well, that's why I'm like, is this a bar, but how he looks in Endgame? Yeah, If that's it's true. not, like, a re- again, splitting up a person, a oh. lady of colour from being an interest for a... Like the only thing to do is make her Carol's love interest. I know! Which is so easy to do. Just just do it. Make a Valkyrie movie. I (laughs) gave the gay gasp that left me. Yeah. Rocket made a a jab at at it, and I almost wondered if he would then say, you're lesbian or something like that on screen, Uh just to say, just to put something... No, I I thought it was cute that the jab was something like, ah, you got time to get a haircut when you say... Wasn't that Rhodey that said that? I can't remember. I thought it was Rhodey that said that. It was Rhodey that said that, and then Rocket uh, Rocket says says it in another occasion. So it was two times talking about her hair. Yeah. That's funny. That was good. Amazing. Um... Uh, how uh, on on the topic of uh, of fat shaming and fat phobia? Mm, yeah. Did we? Do you want to talk about it? It's okay. Go for it. Did I'm... we feel that the portrayal was more more like making fun of? Yeah. You you do think that because I do, <laughs> I do think. Um, That's a definitive that, yes. The fact that Thor got to stay stay in that same shape while still being his best self at the yeah. end, yeah. I think it's sort of like But saying, was he? Considering he could 1v1 Thanos with the Infinity Stones <clears throat> in the first movie, whereas, like, he double- Thanos with no Infinity Stones in the second movie. He double-wielded. And, I don't know, He and, and, and the fact that he... Not, not in terms of power level, I guess, but in terms of respecting other characters, like, and, and, and understanding his self-worth and not being insecure. The fact that Cap was able to wield uh, Molnir, and and he he cheers on for, for Cap yeah. rather than in in an earlier movie where when oh, Cap manages to... Yeah, yeah, it was not I would say, like, it could be respectful, and I, I think the third act of the movie, I was fine with how they were treating Thor, but the brutalness of it, all the way up until there... The fact that there's literal camera angles that are not focused on his head like all the other characters yeah. when they're talking in dialogue, but, but the, the focus point is his stomach. The focus point is the beard dribbling down his chin. The mm. focus point is, like, it was... It becomes a caricature of fatness. And what was bad as well is, like, it might have blurred the line just... But the problem is, you like, your art doesn't exist in isolation. Mm. I was sitting in the cinema and I could hear hundreds of people like laughing and cackling not at the fact Thor was depressed or a bit of a a wild card at the moment or Mm. was Lebowski Lebowski himself as like to put it in Tony's words 
but literally the punchline to the audience as portrayed by the camera shots used and the jokes used was, he's fat, isn't that hilarious? That is exactly. true. And, and they were just constantly reinforcing that. And, like, I loved his moments when he was, like, when he was talking about Jane. Like, it was so sweet and heart- so, like, heartbreaking. And, and I'm just sitting there just going, like- chugging a big old bottle of love and thaw juice. But everyone and everyone's, like, laughing their at eyes him. And laughing and at him. And I'm just like, are you kidding? This is a man. This is a god. A broken man. has been a through broken. so much trauma. He's had half his people wiped. Or, like, even All more than that. All his family. All his family's dead. Like, he has one per He has, like, two, two None of his friends him. thought to check up on him in yeah. five years. And he's clearly, like, really upset. He's really gone through trauma and had PTSD. And it's, like, he has a panic attack. And, and that's gets, not funny. And he gets slapped out of it. I know. Um, like, and I'm... Because I could rant about this for hours, but the last thing I'm going to say on it is um, the last thing that his own mother now canonically says oh. to him before she dies is eat a salad. Not I love you. Not like travel safe. Not be careful. It's eat a salad. Oh That's the God, last word. If my mum said that to me, I would fucking kill myself. I expect that from my mum, not from a mother yeah, who's canonically loving it. Yeah, I completely missed that. She, she, the last thing. Like she actually says that. Yeah. just that. Oh yeah. my God. The last thing before he leaves and the last thing before she dies. I think I was too busy writing down how she says, uh, be, be who you, uh, like, kill yeah. who that you're supposed great. to be. I like that. I think they should have ended that. that. No, they should have. Oh instead of adding God. that stupid fat line. Like, no. Oh, no. Oh, well, I feel like y'all have paid my mind. I missed He's getting the shit yeah. beaten out of him by Liz. Like, well, not, me- like, not physically. Yeah. He's getting his... Like, do, like mental shit getting beat out of him by all his friends. They're all making fun of him. Oh. He has the moment where he gets millionaire and he's like, I'm still worthy despite looking mm. like this and feeling like this. And that's really powerful. Mm. And it's just always undermined by someone else or something. Yeah. Brody's cheese whiz joke. Like, yeah. like mm. Rocket calling him tubby all the time. Like, we get it. We get it. And you think, like, it's... It seems to me that there are so many things that are off limits in terms of jokes nowadays that it's like, well, what can we make fun of? And it's like, well, let's make fun of fat people. We can't make fun of the gays anymore. We can't make make fun fun of the gays because we have to include them and we have to do it ourselves. But oh, we want to include them. It would be helpful if they have a gay character portrayed by a gay a gay actor or or actress, and then I guess they could, in their own right make those jokes and w- without be w- without stepping over the line well, I don't think there needs to be any fat jokes or any gay jokes whatsoever. no that's like, true I just, who thought in the year of 2019 it was a good idea to put a character in a fat suit we've been shaming that since 2000s comedy that's yeah. like big mama's house level of yeah humour not mm. multi-million dollar big now I'll I'll stop talking for five minutes. I need no, to cool you're down. fine. Do we want to keep talking about this or move on to something it, else? You can, but like I've I I just want to briefly touch on it and what you, do you totally. Feel? Yeah. I I like I said I thought it was normalizing and I thought and and then I I guess while I was busy thinking of like oh it's great I I missed out on on the salad line I mm. I didn't even hear that it was and it's and it's like that so insidious that some people pick it up and they laugh at it and it had and, so much potential. That's yeah. the sad part. Yeah, I was, I was, ho- I was hoping. I guess in my in my head, I idealized the entire situation, thinking, "Wow, they did, they did this, uh, and they allowed a main character to be this." To, to have be mental this. health. And, yeah. yeah. Well, um, there are two instances of like weight gain or weight loss in the movie that are shown to be, um, 
uh, manifestations of trauma. What's the other? Trauma. Tony loses, Tony loses weight, weight at the beginning. And, oh, because um, no food. Oh, right. And I've, I've read a, a really good Twitter thread about this, and if I can find it, I'll link it in the show notes. Um, it was... But the way that they were portrayed was that we were supposed to feel really bad for Tony, and we're supposed to, we're supposed to feel shocked and sickened by how much weight he's lost and how much trauma he's going through. But then we turn that around to Thor, and we're meant to laugh at him, and we're meant to find him stupid and fat and gross and funny. And it's, it is just like a complete fucking head fuck mm. to think about how you can position one character who's gone through so much and another character who's gone through an equally um, a traumatic ordeal and have them manifest trauma in different ways and yet somehow one of them is meant to be a joke and the other isn't. Mm. All because of the size. Exactly, or because one of them is fat and therefore they're drunk and stupid. Okay, not to, and, and this is a bit <laughs> a bit outside of what you were talking, uh, but back to that scene where, like the first scene where, where Thor in the movie was portray- uh, was shown, thank God there's Taika there. I feel like Taika's yeah. presence actually as a companion, as a friend, yeah. and, and the fact that he remarked, we don't say Thanos in this house. We don't say that word. Yeah. Is, is, is somewhat like a, a, a an ally, a mental health ally, being, being actually helpful. Yeah. But then also enabling the drunken behavior. And that like, is true. There was a huge conversation around, I, I'm a huge part of the Thor fandom, if you might not tell, <laughs> but there were so many Thor fans like getting irrationally angry at like Valkyrie or Korg or the people around Thor. And like, um, I didn't think that was very fair either because they like didn't check in on him, didn't mm. make sure he wasn't drinking, didn't make sure he was like still maintaining a life. But um, they've been through trauma as well. And I was like, okay, don't put any shit on Valkyrie because she spent a thousand years on a planet ruining her liver. Yeah. Like she probably just thought he needed time. They're yeah. Asgardians. That's mm. what they got. Yeah. This is like three months to them. Max. Mm, yeah. <laughs> mm. um, and it's like, it's a mixed bag between yeah and perhaps there is a hierarchy among them because he is still because he's still that yeah exactly and it's hard to challenge your supposed superior even if, if they're in this state of um you know i always cited the potential that um i've read a lot of thor runs where we get to see a glimpse of like old man thor um there's one in particular i never remember any names or authors because i suck but it crosses thor in three different points of his life you see a young thor you see a present day thor and you see an old thor but you don't realise it's old Thor until, like, a couple of times you see him mm. when somebody dresses him as Thor. Because he looks so much like Odin. Because in his grief and all the shit that's happened to him over the hundreds of years, he accidentally became a mirror image of his father. Mm. And I feel like that's what Taika was setting up in Ragnarok. Mm. With the one eye, with the, you know, now finally addressing the kingship and the rulership and all of his battle scars from losing Asgard and everything. I thought that was the direction they were going to go with depressed Thor. Because that's more depressing to me, ending up like your father, than ending up drunk. Oh, God. That's that's a horror show. <laughs> yeah. that's That would have been a better exploration of Thor's trauma and PTSD than, mm. ha, he's funny and drunk. Like, he's mm. funny, fat, and drunk. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'll shut up for a couple <laughs> you minutes. You don't need to shut up. Did you want to say anything? Um, I just want to talk about, like, one of the things that people were saying about this is that, like, the Tony and Thor parallels, they were saying that, well, Tony is not a choice for him, and whereas it's a, it's a choice for Thor to drink too much and eat too much and that kind of thing. And it's like, how much of our reaction to extreme trauma is a choice? 
Like, how much of it can we say when we've gone through something so horrific and so traumatizing? How much can we say of our reaction is a choice? Are you telling me that if Tony wasn't on Earth with all his money, with all his shit, he wouldn't have maybe fallen back into alcoholism? He Mm -hmm. wouldn't maybe have thrown himself back into his workshop like he's done every other time he's had Mm -hmm. trauma? Mm -hmm. Like... Mm. don't pull that card like mm. yeah it's just a <laughs> shitty thing for people to talk about so i'll find that thread and i'll post it in the show yeah for sure really good what else do we want to talk about um well on well, when we were talking about tony being thin that made me think of the the first few scenes i think uh where nebula and him are interacting <laughs> i love that i think it was pretty sweet going back to like uh, a positive yeah, yeah, yeah. actually uh showing re- uh like I think the only place where Nebula got character development because <laughs> her her character was just very robotic before, and on on that <laughs> I did wonder how how did we feel about her relationship with um uh, Rocket. God damn it no uh, Thanos in oh. terms of in terms of um uh her her expression of any t- any form of herself how do we feel about that what do you think that has impacted her do you think there is a chance of her expressing um like now that now that Thanos has said are there any future uh scenario where she could then develop r- romance or 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 maybe just say hey she is asexual or something like that a- as a representation in future do do we see that as a direction moving forward or do we just think she'll remain remain or or revert back to that you know robotic self what do we think i haven't seen um guardians of the galaxy 2 and i only saw the first guardians of the galaxy once Mm. so i can't really speak on nebula's character but um it would be interesting if they explored uh her expression of sexuality or if they didn't and i i really don't have much of an opinion i guess i don't have much to say about her like actual sexuality but um, watching it the second time in particular, I was shocked by how much I was kind of horrified watching her literally have to kill her past self mm. when she's like at her worst and most vulnerable. Mm. She doesn't go, well, she goes, I can't fix this and shoots her instead. Yeah. Yeah. And like, um, I think Nebula's character arcs have been really interesting because they're so tied up in the approval of Thanos and the revenge of like perceived slight from Gamora and like she's not really had a chance to formulate her own identity until this latest film and hopefully in the future in the Guardians team. Um, But I thought it was really haunting um, watching how she's been manipulated and abused by Thanos and like naturally a lot of queer narratives and queer stories and queer people who exist have really tumultuous relationships with a lot of their family Mm -hmm. and their parental figures. It's always Mm -hmm. a case of how much my hiding of myself or twisting of myself to prove and please and serve them. You read my mind. Yeah. That was where, that yeah. Was where I was going. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and I find that like when I saw her, like they're like, I, he won't let me change. Yeah. I'm like, that's yeah. the same thing I would have said as a 17 year old or a yeah. 16 year old who wasn't out yet to my family. Is Thanos living? And not watching her have to like, cause I always say if I went back in time to my past self, I'd give them a huge hug yeah. and it really fucking upset me watching future Nebula shoot herself yeah. instead <laughs> yeah. i'm like yeah. jesus you know you can get through it you did why are you doing this i guess it it, it parallels how we feel because in in a sense well, i guess before yeah. i came out i felt i me not coming out and having all these internal 
conflict is all because of my own choice. I, I feel that, like, it's, even though I know it's not true, like, yeah. my, the circumstances made me too sad with, with a quotation mark, very big air quote. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's not really a choice when you, when you're all shrouded in, like, uh, your parents' judgment or potentially, I don't know, be, ha- having all these consequences. It's really scary. And, and then, Immediately after I come out, I, I, I did think this. I did think I, I hate it. I hate it how I chose not to come out. I hate it because it, it turned out okay when I, when I came out. Mm-hmm. So I, I hate it. I hated myself, my past self for a little bit. I thought that was stupid. I, I blamed myself rather than like, like, like Nebula blamed herself yeah. for not being able to move past his father's shab- shadow, even yeah. though his father was her father, her, her yeah. father sorry, was um, um, essentially, essentially treating her as his own extension of his will. Uh, yeah, it, that was, that was really terrifying and haunting. And that, that's exactly why, why, why I asked, do you think now that, now that his, uh, her father's dead, she would she would then grow up to be uh, grow up that's a weird, <laughs> weird way <laughs> well, to put yeah, it well yeah well emotionally 10 years later emotionally and mentally it is 10 years about how when when was um <clears throat> 2014 Thanos was eaten for yeah um so and it's, it's 2023 in the film them. I don't yeah, know how old Nebula is but um It'll be interesting to see how she develops, and I don't know if there's I like heard a... there's something between her and Rocket, or or or. Her. I hope not. Just... I fucking hate Rocket. <laughs> True. <laughs> she doesn't deserve that. <laughs> I... Maybe she should get together with um. Mantis. Mantis. Yes, oh my god! I love Mantis. I actually wanted to watch. Oh, I no. would actually. Make... But now I'm imagining a really cute scene where she thinks she's like mostly machine and barely has any emotions or thoughts of her own anymore, and Mantis is like touches her and is like, "No, you're still." <gasps> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's still a you under there. <laughs> That's terrible. Sorry, I'm going to make you cry about the Guardians. <laughs> you haven't even seen the second one. No, now I have to watch it. I, oh man. It does feel like. Mantis is such a null character at this point. She's had no development, I nothing. Hate that. But I love her. Yeah. <laughs> I love, she has the power I wish I had, except I don't want to touch people because <laughs> <laughs> I want to Charles Xavier this shit where I can do it from across the room. <laughs> but yeah, I would love to be an empath. It'd be really cool. Yeah. Well, that's interesting that you guys raised that point because um, it's not something I would have thought of. Yeah. Because my father, I didn't speak to him after I was 17 and that was a couple of years before I even realised I was queer. Yeah. So he was completely out of my life. Mm. And so I didn't have to have that conversation with myself where I was like, is it safe for me to come out? Will he still love me? God. Blah, blah, blah. So that was just... I'd, like he completely removed himself from my life and from that path that where I would have to I see. So like I and then I I didn't even really come out to my mom. Like yeah, just it just, I just was like it's one just, day I was like, hey mom, do you want to make some pride scarves? Because she knits and she's like, yeah, okay, that sounds cool. And I'm like, that's cool. cute. It is kind of the easiest people to come out to. Well, not that it's ever easy, but easiest people to come out to are strangers. Or your best friend. I yeah, think. and my mom is my best right? friend. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's gay. It's so gay. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully she'll listen to this. Yeah, mm. good. Um, no, meanwhile, I um, I only came out to my dad and my, like, pretty much two years ago. Mm. When I started dating you. Not long after. That's sorry, only a year and a half ago. Wow. So less than, a, yeah, less than two years ago, but between a year and a half to two years ago. Yeah. Because 
Um, I love my dad. He's great. He's the better of my parents. Um, but I was terrified of losing him. Mm. And so I was like, that's a chip I'm going to hold in my basket until it's relevant. Mm. And then with my mom, she was easy to come out to because I predicted a really bad reaction. And she pleasantly surprised me. Yeah, well, that's the thing. My sister, who is incredibly homophobic and reacted the worst, um, yeah, she outed me too, my mother. Yeah. And then it didn't go as badly as I thought. So I'm like, not the greatest, but still, like... Mm. And, you know, it's... I had a lot of... Yeah, I don't know. I projected a lot there onto Nebula about Mm. coming out of the shadow of your parents' like extension of their will. That's really interesting. I'm so yeah. glad you brought that up because I would never have thought that. <laughs> so she got us here for. Yeah, exactly. Thank, <laughs> thank you thank for bringing you. it up. Thank goddess that her I have friends who are more intelligent than I am. Thanks so, for bringing it up, Alex. Her character is so underdeveloped. I and yet there are so many things Most of women are to... underdeveloped. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, like, I thought it was really powerful when 2014 Nebula was looking at her and she's like, you disgust me. Yeah. <sighs> you see, I just wanted to cry because I... I just can't. Past Dana needs a hug, not to be shot by herself. <laughs> you know what? I'm, like I'm, she really thought that there was no hope for Past. I was doing this re- like mental refuge thing where whenever anything happens, um, upon the second viewing, whenever anything really bad happens, I'm like in the in, in an alternate timeline that didn't totally didn't happen <laughs> and totally in the multiverse. It's oh, totally man. perfect. Like in. Um, <laughs> I think. Um, because uh, I've read this Tumblr post that was, like, very pertinent. And uh, it's, it's something like, why does everyone think that if you met your double, you would fight them? If I met my double, <laughs> I would give them a hug. And um, Me. and then it's, like, in this movie, and I feel that's a very queer way of thinking because yeah. we have so much damage, like, collectively and individually. Yeah. Yeah. That um, we just know how important it is for us to be able to, like, relate forgive to and, ourselves even. and forgive yeah. ourselves and for forgive any past ourselves. transgressions yeah. because it's and, hard um, and like i was just thinking like you can tell a straight person uh, wrote a this movie yeah a cishet person like two straight cishet yeah. people wrote this movie because the characters who meet themselves fight themselves like nebula kills nebula captain america fights captain america <laughs> yeah which was a great scene real <laughs> 20 hours yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oof. I, okay, what? Why did you think? Holy um, shit! Everyone, all the dude characters talking about Cap's ass though. Can we talk about that? I know. I, exactly. Gay. Like, why? What? What's the when, No, when Tony was like, "That does nothing for your ass." It's I was like, like "Yes, it does." Why is he saying that? He's just saying that. So He's that, being so, so jealous. So that Ant Man can. I was. I was yes, saying in so in jealous. in the bit where where. Um, Tony drives really fast to tell it, like to show everyone like what's the right way to use a time machine. <laughs> when he when he left the car and like did did the whole thing with Cap and reconciled, it's a typical sassy gay move. Like it's just mad Ugh. sassy when I hate that shit, but go on. <laughs> I hate that shit too. It's Cap. not a no, it's not but a shit. Right. Oh no, you're it's talking about sh- like Tony being sassy and queer yeah yeah I, they don't need to be together that's to, true no you're right he's so sassy and and he's like you're not hot your, your ass doesn't but it totally does he totally is into that 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 america's ass he totally what must is straight men be thinking scott's Honestly, the best what scott just like that's the ass it's such conviction <laughs> he's that's like, america's ass <laughs> oh man is he oh yeah absolutely raising the flag for you buddy Scott, yeah. It's a euphemism, right? Yeah. Everyone came out of that movie like Ant Man, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Ant Man, 
queer hero who we didn't know we needed. <laughs> Why not? Why so not? They introduced a lot of queer characters in that movie, they just didn't realise it. Yeah. Well, at least enough that we can project onto. <laughs> they shouldn't sell themselves short. They did invent queer people. <laughs> In the year of 2019, the, the Russo brothers threw this first brick at Stonewall. 2023, no. Fuck 2023. Now that we know, now that we know Captain America went back in time. Oh my god, yeah, the, the Russos threw the... Captain America threw the first brick at Stonewall. He did, because he's... He's okay. so angry. Okay, how about, how about second brick? Because he's still white and he's still... Yeah. Canonically straight, even though ugh. he was there, like I like I want to believe that he, was he would there, go like... back and like march for civil rights if he went back that far, yeah. and he'd like yeah. you know champion like the for Native sure. American women's vote. Can yeah. we talk like, about this? Because yes, they... please. Can okay, we move so into they that? they straight washed their ending by having him time travel back to and be with Peggy, Peggy, which just Ooh. ruined her ending, his ending, Bucky's ending. Same wait, wait, we're ending. gonna yeah. Okay, so. I've always been on the train where I'm like, I love Peggy and Steve, and I love the, I want them to be happy, but I got this, and I'm like, not like this. Not like, like in, this. I can't imagine a universe where they would but actually love, be happy together. I love together. Steve and Bucky too. You're like, I love Steve yeah. and Peggy, but I can't imagine a universe where they would actually be happy together. Well, that's like, the whole... happily married and living in suburbia. And that's, like, that's the whole point. It's the great tragic romance that could never be. Mm. But, like, it leads to Cap getting to live a life in the 21st century. And it lives, leads to Peggy getting to pave the way through S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. And, like, they have their own rich stories and... Like, I've watched Agent Carter both seasons as well. Mm. And, like, knowing that that's the ending for Peggy's story. Oh, I didn't Especially because Agent Carter it? got cancelled. Like, well, Agent Carter got cancelled too early, yeah. so it didn't have a finite resolution. Yeah. But, like, I'm like, really? Like, you're going to tell me, like, he just sat at home and played house husband mm. and didn't tell anyone else he was around and didn't mm. fix anything yeah. from the past? That Steve just sat, like, and waited for Peggy to get home? Like, how was your day? And, like... And that Peggy also let him come back, heard all the reasons, heard all the things, and was like, nah, not going to do anything about it. Mm. It's just such character assassination. Like, he would either have to lie to her completely and, and be like... fuck! <laughs> That's not a way to start a relationship. And, like, as if Steve can ever lie about anything. <laughs> He's terrible. Just look liar. like a kick puppy. <laughs> he was so think... proud of himself when he said Hail Hydra. <laughs> because it's the first time he lied convincingly Smug in his entire bastard. life. <laughs> um... It, it's it's him having to not say fucky, knowing knowing that he's suffering and he's being tortured yeah. and being a puppet. That... What happened to the end of the line, bitch? Yeah. Well, the end of the line until he finds someone better. Yeah. But he literally had to go back in time mm. to do it. So he had to go out of his way to betray his best friend. Just, Are we all just like sitting here, like angry at this movie? And well, you like, you already know I'm writing something to fix. Yes, this. Uh, thank God someone is doing something. Like Russo's, I know you're going to be cowards and you want Stephen Stephen Peggy to be together, but like there's also another alternative, which is healthy polyamory. You know what? Tyka's <laughs> exactly. gonna Tyka's gonna swoop in on the on the next like I know that movie. I know that we've got the, the and retcon there. Oh, they will no, retcon this. Because there's a Falcon and Winter Soldier yeah. series, yeah, and and it's clearly a move, and it's by the guy who did Empire. It's so cl- I have yeah. high hopes for it. This movie is clearly a move to set that up. Yeah, but I'm like. Bucky ain't got shit in the 20th... Like, last yeah. we saw him and Sam, they're snarking at each other. That's like yeah. a, that's a good start to a good friendship and buddy mm. cop show dynamic. Yeah. But, like, 
fucking Steve just walks into time travel and Bucky's like, guess I'll die. Guess I'll just stay here then. Like, and be sad. I'm also a man out of time. Thanks (sighs) for bringing me back. Oh, I have so much to say. and I just just cannot. I don't even think (coughs) We've been at this for almost an hour. And we have not scratched the surface of what I wanted to say. What do you want to say? Um... Okay, so it did a huge disservice to Cap's character yeah. and everything that they set up in the past four movies. I'm not including the Avengers movies. So Cap one, Winter Soldier, Civil War, and Avengers: Infinity War. Um, everything that they set up in those you movies could probably even is... add Ultron in there because he's sending Sam to hunt down Bucky while the Ultron mm. shit's going on. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen. I've only ever seen. Yeah, I know. Ones, but that's. Yeah. I thought I'd add that there. Yeah, even count, So some of the Avengers movies count. Yeah, yeah. So um, everything that they set up in the past four or five movies, and f- like for what? Just to it's hetero washing. Like you said before, it's hetero washing. They knew that that Cap and Bucky can't exist in the same universe without them being pulled apart by something because otherwise it's clear that they're supposed to be together because Bucky is relegated to the love interest role. He's literally fringed to serve Buck, uh, uh, Steve's man pain. Multiple times. Multiple times. Mm. Like, literally fringed. In the first Avenger, he's put in a freezer in Wakanda. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and... Yeah. I don't <laughs> Where know was how... I going? I don't Sorry. know. Um, I just lost my train of thought. But, like, they can't exist. Someone did a really good thread about this, and if I can find that, I'll link it. It's about how, basically, they can't exist in the same spaces without it becoming very clear that they should be together, like, narratively. Mm-hmm. So they yeah. can't have that. They put Bucky in a freezer. They um, make him run away. Like, um, Cap's literally hunting him for, like, two years. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, they straight wash Cap's entire history. And... and, like, I wasn't expecting them to do it on screen. No. But, like, they've done it in a way now where it's impossible for in canon, anyone to interpret it that way, mm. now that they sent Steve back to yeah. the 70s. All just for a scene of, of him and Peggy dancing together. Yeah. But what they, what I see how the Russo's putting in a gay character, like an explicitly gay character, is basically to serve the storyline and say, he's gay in all the ways that Captain America is not. So they put him in there to basically say, this is what a gay man does. This is what a gay man looks like. This is how a gay man acts. Not like Captain America. Not like a Captain hero. America. Um, They're straight. Does this? It's Captain a hetero America man. Is straight. He's a hetero. Gay man. people are only the side unnamed characters in therapy groups. They're not the heroes. Exactly. <laughs> and so even like having that character in is just so fucking stupid and gross, and it really oh makes me. Can icky. I give a brief shout out? There's not many things they shout out in this movie. But um, even with all of the Soulstone stuff, even with everything, they still kept Clint and Natasha as like. I think I heard um, Bon and Jess, my friend, talking about it, and they were talking about how refreshing it was that Clint and Natasha were framed as like platonic, yeah, like queer platonic. Yeah, they were like l- intense like, love and relationship. Women men loving men solidarity. No, but even even removing that because it's like um, they were coming out from a very ace perspective of oh, okay. having a queer platonic partner who's yeah. like not romantic or sexual yeah. in any way, but they are someone that you love so fiercely mm. and deeply. It's like a member of the family, and how that was really important for them seeing Clint and Natasha in yeah. that light, and how like 
it was worthy enough in quotations to unlock the soul stone mm. that kind of love not having to be married to Clint mm. not having to have kissed Clint on screen not having to have mm. you know pledged an eternal like having that core relationship mm. being huge for that that's true and I, I completely agree but just going on from that yeah, um sorry. what I was saying before is that it's so nuclear family to the extent yeah. that it destroys those relationships. So that queer yeah. platonic relationship that um, Nat and Clint have is so outside they of the norm of but they also nuclear relationships that she had to die for it. I know, to, but they uh, could have done that awful thing where it was revealed that had an affair all along and been like in love with each other for the last thirty years as she's dying, which is a, a very, which is a very straight dude way of writing a plot yeah. of love. Yeah. It could have been. I would like, have been happy with that because that's how I view them. It could have been like Clint's there talking about how he's sad, he's missing his family, but I love you, Natasha. Yeah. Like, don't die. Yeah. Like, it could have been way worse because I've seen. Yeah, absolutely. Do that. It could and have been like, like instead of this tearful like goodbye scene, it was them literally fighting each other to death. Fighting, <laughs> fighting each other who can commit suicide the fastest. That is so funny. <laughs> so it's fucked awesome. up. <laughs> oh, there's two characters. <laughs> Two characters who commit suicide in this movie. Who's the other one, Tony? Nebula. Oh, Nebula. And right. I guess Tony, Tony as well. Yeah. He's the third. There's three. Though I would consider Nebula to commit homicide because it's, it's suicide. It's herself. Yeah. It's herself. Yeah. What does this say about Endgame? If the Endgame, the 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 best card you can pull is kill yourself. Oh my god. Yeah, you can only save the universe if you kill yourself. What what is that saying it's about bad messages all around? I yeah. can't believe this. Like, no, I, I know that this movie of obviously is the best selling movie of all time or whatever, but it's like, why? And Ma- like martyrdom. I there were there were highs, there were lows. I think I'm still of the opinion where I spent a third of the movie angry, a third of the movie sad. And a third of the movie, like... Rejecting the rest of the movie. No, a third of the movie I was delighted by the moments. Like, oh, the cat yeah. holding Nilnia. Yeah. The Thor's little... I'm not worried. And his conversation with Frigga. I lost my mind mm. until the last moment. Yeah. And, like, there was so much. Mm. But, yeah. It's kind of like an, uh, any album. They have, like, some good songs, and then others are just <laughs> the thrillers and terrible. That's why you got to make a greatest hits, yeah. so then you just get all the good just moments good and put them yeah. into like one movie. Yeah. And I think maybe a lot of my nostalgia goggles too, because this is the end of an era. Mm. And it was very much like a callback to every, like <laughs> a movie with like basically like twenty percent original content, and like eighty percent callbacks to previous movies. I know. I used to plan my life around like what where I'm going to be when the next one of the franchise is coming out. Yeah. Well, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is happening. Well, um, did you hear that apparently, this is the news recently, Chris Hemsworth has signed a contract for five more movies. Five. Jesus. Oh, wow. Including Thor 4 and Guardians 3. Nice. Oh, okay. I, I can get behind a Thor 4. Guardians 3 will be his next appearance, Four. I reckon, because it's the next Four. one on the count. Four! <laughs> Four. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um... Um, yeah, Guardians 3 will be next to his next one because it was meant to even be filmed now, but they had the complication with um, James Gunn got fired and then they put, um, they, were going to, they were talking about putting Taika on Guardians 3, yeah. but then James Gunn got rehired and so he's definitely on Guardians 3 now, mm. but Taika might come back for Thor 4 oh, because be he's the one who's pitched to Thor 4. Yeah. He's the one who's like... Hopefully in Guardians 3 they they will address the, the, the fat shaming issues. We'll see. They were... I, I, I it's guess just going to be... Wait. It just depends who the writers it's are. It's just going to yeah. be Quill's 
quest to bone down 2014 Gamora who wants none of it. I am so worried because Quill is going to make all the bad jokes. I don't like his Like, I didn't watch the There was still so many things about Thor. That was the only way I see that they didn't have much time together in this movie. Yeah. I hate that dude. I don't like Quill. I don't like Quill. And he's just like... And Chris Pratt. I don't really like Chris Pratt. Yeah, good reason. Hillsong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's that? He's part of one of the homophobic churches that like all the LA people are really mad about. Like, no love. Like, they go crazy for. Well, I didn't need a reason to dislike Chris Pratt. But there you but go. I have one. So yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to say? On. Because I've still got heaps to say. I've still got a lot to say. <laughs> well, there was something on um on on Quill and Gamora. I I wish they just skipped the whole the whole bit of of Quill fantasizing over over Gamora. And I swear, uh, Galaxy Three is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Three is going to be about them pursuing Gamora. Somewhere. But I'm and I'm like I'm excited to see Gamora truer to the comics than she's been in any of these Guardians movies. So in what far. way? In because she's like the stone cold deadliest woman yeah. in the galaxy. Yeah. And since Guardian One, she's been the moral compass. True. For their group. Yeah. She's been the only one who cares about other people, and it's like. At me reading all the comics with Gamora, like, where? Previously, <laughs> because the she's only, the woman. <laughs> the only why. woman and on, only person who's obviously the, the supposed equal gender that, that's supposed to be uh, like calm and collected. And it is, and it, all is that. The, it is merciful that we have um, Nebula and Mantis in the Guardians now to like yeah. give it a bit more. Yeah. Because okay. um, the way you, you talk about um, Gamora, how she's what what is she the moral compass? One, no, the number one deadliest woman. In yeah, the she's stoic in the comics. She's stone cold stoic. She's really not empathetic. But then, that's Nebula to me. Well, that's the thing. They were both this pretty much Thanos's trained assassin daughters. I don't. And then they in Guardians One, I expected to see that and see her over like over the course of the yeah. movie transform into like part of the found family. But she started out as being the one like, no, we have to save all the people and get the stone to Xander and we have to do this. She was so like, they just fucked her I can't, I can't, I can't rewatch Guardians 1 because I just keep hearing the same role that women have played in male ensembles for years, which is the voice of reason. Swear, like the I Guardians don't know franchise. if it would work because like, I don't know how it would work because Gamora is not from Earth 616 mm. or, or Earth at all, like Universe 616. Mm. She's from another timeline. I... What, how, how, or, or the past, how is it going to work? Is she going to stay in, yeah. in 2023? Oh, yeah, she's staying. She's staying in 2023. Okay, so, okay. So she just missed nine years. Because it's, uh, in... she's still the age, like, that's the thing, she'd be carrying on from her timeline. Just... Uh, but in that timeline, it's weird, because I'm like, Thanos already killed her. Yeah, um, the way I see the timelines, like, they did not explain it well, and everyone's having issues with this, because they're yeah. like, wouldn't the snap have not just happened because 2014 Thanos died? Yeah. yeah. Um, the way I see it is it's like, it's okay. the way they sort of explained it, like, the past has already happened, you yeah. cannot rewrite that, you can only be a continuation. Mm. And it's like, sort of like when you save a video game that has multiple endings before you make a final, like, a final oh, choice. Uh-huh. It's only the one you load up that matters, only the one you're playing, despite the fact that underneath or above there are other layers that could be happening simultaneously. Mm. That's Whenever, how I'm going to explain yeah, it in I've my fic. Yeah, I'm going to believe <laughs> you because uh, when people say time travel, my brain just goes... <laughs> yeah, no. It's like a current status thing. It's like whichever timeline you are enacting and existing in is the one that has the momentum on it. The mm. others just have potential. Mm. Oh, another thing about time. Um, you know, everyone's talking about. Did you hear this? Um, 
we've already mentioned uh, Hot Tub Time Machine. And Sebastian Stan <laughs> yeah. is in Hot Tub Time Machine. So now everyone's talking oh, yeah. about how Sebastian Stan exists in the MCU. <laughs> and then I was talking to someone about how... Um, ah. how uh, <laughs> How if Sebastian Stan exists in the MCU, then Sebastian Stan playing the Winter Soldier and Chris Evans playing Captain America exists in the MCU. I'm just and then that. someone's like, <laughs> "My brain yeah, is melting." That, uh, the, the first no. Avenger was a documentary. I'm, I'm imagining, <laughs> I'm imagining someone tackling Sebastian Stan like FBI looking for Bucky Barnes. <laughs> you're under arrest. <laughs> You killed the king of Wakanda. Oh, God, don't even joke about that. He's such a dumbass. <laughs> he would not respond well to that. Bonnie informed me the other day that there's an absorbent number of fanfics out there where Bucky is Romanian just because Sebastian Stan is and they wanted him to be a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's like, that's pretty good reasoning, I would say. I like, I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, they are merging X-Men with Marvel, Marvel MCU, so... Yep. Oh, and, but just on the time travel thing, um, okay. Sorry. another thing to <laughs> yeah. do with that is that... X-Men, um, the gayest of the franchise, is still unfortunately straight-washed. Mm. But um, Brody also mentioned Star Trek, and I was just watching Star Trek, and the first one, the 2009 one, and... Um, Hemsworth's in it. Yeah. Hemsworth is in yeah. it as Spock's father. Not Zoe, Spock, no, uh, Kirk. Kirk's father. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, I'm not a nerd. Yeah, Spock's the one with a bowl cut that's awful, it's not hard. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, Zoe Saldana is in it. Yeah. And also, Keith, is it Keith or Carl Urban? Carl Urban. Carl Urban yeah. is in it, who was the guy Executioner. In, the Executioner in Ragnarok. So yeah. It's like... <laughs> But no one's mentioned that. They were just maybe it's just the well, circles well, that I'm in that also, have only like, talked about. Star okay, but in Star Trek, they they have I assume like they can like they have a lot of cool medical shit which makes them alter their genetics. Everyone's just like, yes, I want to look like Thor, or yes, <laughs> I want to look like Thor, but not green. Can you blame them? Yeah. I would. I would be green. That would be cool. I would. Is that appropriation though? When you're in coming into contact with aliens. That probably would be. Yeah. yeah. So that's why they're like, I'm going to be Zoe Saldana, but not green, because it makes sense. Because Uhura knows what's up. Yeah. I know, I said I wasn't going to talk, but you give it the Doctor Who explanation, where just every now and then... People... You're not allowed to talk. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding, God. Because you said Doctor Who. <laughs> that's fair. No, they are, their explanation for recycling actors is that eventually, like, d- genetics will just make... Like a similar look, a really similar looking person every couple of hundred years. Like and Star Anne Trek Hathaway. is set a couple of hundred years in the future. Uh, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway, Hathaway is just Hathaway. actually immortal. Don't like, don't bring her into. Oh, um, no, who is it? Keanu Reeves. Yeah, he's fucking Oscar Isaac as well. Jeff Goldblum apparently. Because <laughs> he's the grandmaster. Okay. Wow. Do we want to? Because it's Keep getting talking. long. It's been an hour about that. What I have we... not scratched the surface of what You were going to just rant about. I'm going okay, to Steven... I'm gonna, like, make this a, a more like inclusive conversation. That's so okay. What I can do is I'll just end up writing a post. Go for and it. I'll, yeah. I'll and you had a lot of feelings about Stephen Bucky that yeah, I, I were, like, the majority of that word document. That was, that was all it was. But um, <laughs> I think sorry. what I want to say is that um, it really does a disservice, like I just was talking about before, it does a disservice to Cap's character to be like, okay, so he's this way for five movies, and then suddenly he's like, no, actually, I want to go back in time and spend my life with Peggy, despite the fact that she had a life of her own, and she encourages him to move on from her and have a life of his own. Like, <sighs> 
Yeah. Like, literally, the thing she says is, um, like, the, I can't remember the exact quote, but it's like, the best we can do is start over. And yeah. we mm-hmm. have to move on from what we've done. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, I'm, I lived my life. I'm just sad you didn't get to live yours. And, like, as I was saying, like, in no universe do I ever imagine them actually working out together. Mm-hmm. Because she's too driven. And my biggest thing is, like, how could Steve nosy bench Rogers keep his nose out of someone else's business for the next 80 years? Yeah. No, he would yeah. absolutely be picketing, like nuclear power plants and they'd be like oh isn't that Captain America shouldn't he be in the ice (laughs) well they didn't know that he would out himself in the first week exactly (laughs) when he's trying to live a life of discretion yeah take down that wall what are your thoughts on this Alex Uh, well I'm just imagining him running into a a flaming building and saving people and people would be like who do you and then (laughs) he would be at it yes exactly He, he would not be able to sit and be a house husband as we were talking before in circles um i don't know the the ending ruined ruined a lot of previous plots as as elise was was saying it ruined a lot of the plot line and i don't appreciate that at the cost of all of those just to just to to say oh he's straight he's straight he's a hetero man that is in love with a heterosexual woman Peggy, Peggy is bi. Peggy is absolutely fine. Angie. Yeah. Everyone Angie. needs to watch Agent Carter for Angie. I have seen the first episode of the second season. Like, I watched the first season scene and I was trying to get back into it, but it's just so bad. Yeah. Like, it's just such a bad Steve show. Steve bisexual Rogers and Peggy bisexual Carter. Like, bisexuals oh. that we deserve of the 20th and 21st century. <laughs> How dare the Russos and Marcus and McFeely deprive us of this. I was watching it is a hate crime. on YouTube and on so many occasions, Natasha actually like ask ask steve to uh to to hang out with other girls and it's like how in 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 what universe do you not see that he's into bucky and that he's bi at least bi can you like introduce thank you can you introduce can you introduce him to some guys i feel like he he'd probably more likely be be, be into that. I, I would have loved if that was a throwaway line if like she kept realizing that all these girls he's like what she's like what about Greg in accounting and he's like what? Yeah. <laughs> huh? Uh, bisexuality exists now Captain. And then Chris uh, and then and then Captain America's like oh actually I might I might ask him out like uh, before he jumps out of a plane in, in one of the movies um, he's <laughs> like a soldier probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like, no, um, that's why I'm not asking her out because she will probably say yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like it would be a great call, like call back to that moment of yeah, I'll probably call. I'll probably probably ask him out. I would be so keen to see to see that, but none of that. Oh, I, again, okay. all the possibilities. Ruined. And again, when we have the fucking um self congratulatory gay character talking about like missing his husband steve could have been like yeah i missed bucky when i thought he was gone that anything just that could have been three seconds (laughs) the thing is like that that scene where he's like i miss the love of my life who is peggy a woman and i am a man because i'm a heterosexual man who is in love with a woman um he could have said i miss bucky Bucky when he was in the ice i miss peggy because we missed our dance he could have said both he didn't mention Sam, who has been his best friend, yeah. or like Since his confidant, the, the person who 
like trust. first got through his defenses, the first person who like was emotionally mature and generous enough to break through Captain America's defenses and become his friend and then follow him Sam's to the ends of the right. earth in search of his long lost boyfriend. Not enough or... credit for Sam at all. Absolutely. Sam is amazing and like on like on one hand I'm really glad that he and Bucky are teamed up now because he's gonna be so good for Bucky, but I also want Sam to have his own arc and his own character and his own interests and not just be there to like heal Bucky or No, it won't be like that. He is good. Captain America now. Yeah. I don't see them giving him that title and making good. him a second fiddle. Good. Yeah. Because he deserves it so much. And Bucky's and too just... tired. Like, yeah, he's, he's an old man. He just can't <laughs> let him rest. Like, he's going to help. He's going to pick up a gun and just, nah. Oh, but, like. Did you see his face when he was hugging Cap Divine? He looked so dumb. Anyway. He was just miserable. I still Should don't he... understand why he, he didn't go with Cap. That's what I. That's what I'm fixing. Yeah. Because Please. he needed I'll send it to, to be in a TV to show. Set up the TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm so um, glad. I always said that oh. I really wanted them to skip Bucky Cap and go straight to Sam Cap. Shout out to like Tony's family dynamic, where like Morgan has three dads and a mom. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's the only like non-nuclear family dynamic yeah. that they actually yeah. kept. But yeah. also, it also it started from Tony being a bit. A, not not a great not very present in the family yeah. other than other than after the whole Thanos thing that he had had to spend time with his family had <sighs> to cherish the the second chance that he has before that he's he's just not I think there. that's no I think that's to, I, I never want to give Tony Stark credit but like um that's always been a pepper hang up that Tony's got to like save the universe Rhodey's like I will advise you not to but I got your back if you do mm. and Happy's like like I'm just here for the ride. Like, mm. um, no, I think that's always been, I've always appreciated Iron Man through the people around him. Like I, how much they care about Tony has always been very compelling to me. And the fact mm. that like, they're much as much part of Morgan and Pepper, like they're as much a part of the family, even though like Tony and, ha- and Pepper get married and mm. have a kid. Did you say that Happy and Pepper get married in the comics? Well, there is a comic. Yes. Um, Again, like, because there's so many universes, it only happens yeah. in one particular... But I remember the original pitch for Civil War comics wasn't, like, a lot of the shit that actually went down. It was originally going to be Pepper and Happy have just gotten married, and then Happy ends up caught in the crossfire and dies in a superhero-related incident. Mm-hmm. And so that's when the Registration Act gets pushed through, and that's the personal motivation for Tony to be with oh. pro-registration, is because he lost Happy, and he, like, was watching Pepper, like, oh, suffer. Oh, I wonder why they didn't go... Eventually, they just made it um, a teenage group of superhero reality stars, like, accidentally set off a villain who blew up, like, 14 blocks, and one of that included a primary school with, like, Mm. kids, and there. (laughs) Yeah, no, I know, I'll I'll retreat back to my corner now, Mm. but, um... I brought you on this podcast for a reason. And as well, and, like, John Favreau playing... Um, he's been he's an executive producer and has been for the MCU since it started. He mm. plays Happy, mm. and like oh, he was the first director, wasn't he? Yeah, like he directed I think the so. first one. I think he because they were all credited. Did he direct him. Iron Man one? I think so. I know that he's a producer. I know that he's like got a huge hand in Marvel Studios, and um, it was very like apt that he was sitting with um Morgan out on the park, like the bench at mm. front of the house, mm. and yeah, that was I, really I thought that was really that. sweet. And mm. the Iron Man three when Happy's in hospital, he's watching the episode of Downton Abbey where. Like, the driver, which is his job for Iron Man, falls in love with, like, his boss's, like, wife. Mm. And, like, that was a really cute nod that I remember from years ago. Aww. <laughs> That's lovely. Yeah. Um, sorry, yeah. 
Um, do we want to? Are we going to have our closing thoughts? So how much longer can we make this go on for? Um, no, I'll, I won't say anything else because it's just repeating myself. Yeah. But I was just going to say, um, Carol Danvers is the most powerful lesbian in the universe. And <laughs> she should get her own movie that shows that as opposed to just being a non-love interest. She mm. should definitely absolutely get together with Valkyrie. If she, if she doesn't go with Valkyrie, she should go with Maria from her movie. Yes. Maria's, like, 20 years older now, and her daughter would be grown up, and if they were going to bring her back, they would have to do so much prosthetics and stuff. Like Nothing wrong with an older woman. That is true. Coward? I think Carol I am Denver's... being a coward. I retract that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a MILF. Let's just... <laughs> <laughs> it's I think her Carol daughter, Denver... too! Carol Denver would That's totally true. be into an, old, uh, uh, an um, older woman. Yeah. Well, she is the same age. Like, they are the same She's age. She's just yeah. aging real slow. Yeah. Something in that Cree juice. <laughs> oh. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's... What's the way? <laughs> True. She would, because all the, all the men actually uh, her age, or men looking like her age, is, is terrible. Um, everyone's worried. Well, not worried. Okay. There's a rumor out there that they might be going down the Carol Rohde path because they did yeah, briefly they did in the comics. In the, yeah. But I'm like, <sighs> I'm like they. But they have no excuse. But Brie Larson is allegedly. championing like make her queer. I don't think she'll do it. Like I think if they actually did that, she would cause a fucking riot. Or if what? they did, she'd be like, sure, as long as like Endgame, she's gonna like date mm. a woman too. Mm. Like. Because absolutely, by Captain Marvel would be cool as well. I just anything that's not straight at this point, mm. I'm kind of dying for a hero that I is really me. Hope she's not <laughs> a, a, an intergalactic being that can be literally everywhere in the universe. She's what, fucking Thanos punch proof. Yeah, exactly. And 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 she's like like I, I assume oh. in the universe it's not like it's 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 like confined confined by human understanding of gender and sexuality and she still chooses to be in a straight relationship no fuck that please do not i, I hope... mean as much well, as i love look Brady, at, like well look yeah. at quill quill could be mm. anyone and chose to be with hot lady alien women i want i do wonder if quill can ever be i don't a... want him to be queer <laughs> they can have him he can, <laughs> yeah <laughs> just relegate him to the he, he does seem to be the really typical gross straight man hey he, he, he had he had nine or so years on Earth to corrupt him. The the whole like oh just just wait till you use a UV light to scan my my <laughs> that scene really gross. Look, light up like a Pollock painting. Yeah. Did he actually say that? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. That's what I mean. He's... Is this an actual line? From yes. The <laughs> yeah. What? Yes, that's what I mean. He's literally a, doesn't know how to clean a disgusting straight man portrayal in in the movie. Oh, I'm mm. very glad I did not get back into Guardians of the Galaxy. No. Now I have to watch it for Nebula and Gamora and Mantis. The second too. one like is a cool fest, but it is like the side the side characters get better development. Okay, I like Gamora and Nebula in that movie a lot. Okay. They finally get to have a conversation that passed the Bechdel test. Nice, finally. Um, this movie passed the Bechdel test. It did? Endgame passed the Bechdel test. Um, Okoye, uh, Nat, and, uh, Carol were all in the same scene and they did have some Did they talk to each other or talk to Peter? Or talk through Peter? Peter. 
Peter Parker who had the Infinity Gauntlet. In that no, scene. no, no. Um, at the beginning when oh, before yeah, everyone's yeah. dusted, okay, uh, when they're yep, yep, dusted. Yep. Yeah, okay. Um, you're right. You're right. The holograms. The holograms. Yep. Yeah, because it's and, competent um, women who are saving the world plus yep. a raccoon. Yeah, plus a raccoon. <laughs> Bradley fucking Cooper. Who decided to bring Bradley Cooper into the MCU? I don't get it. He probably enjoys not having to be the the man neat. <laughs> I like. I loved him in Wet Hot American Summer, but that does not redeem him oh, for no. all the bad choices he's made. I just made the connection. Rocket must be in all the fairy stuff. Oh no! Don't start. There's oh, people who God. ship Rocket. Cut this out. Cut that bit out. <laughs> oh, no, you know what? If I have to deal with it, everyone who's listened to this fucking podcast has to I deal don't with go it. there. There's people who ship I Rocket and Thor, and I want to die. I very sincerely apologize. You should be sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, you. No, it's awful. Now it's in your. Now it's in your mind. People do ship Rocket with people, and it's bad. It is bad. No, I mean, okay. You know what? You know what? Rocket is a sentient be a sapient being, mind you, and and he has his own his his agency. He can do whatever he wants. Raccoon is in his name. (laughs) (laughs) Is it Rocket Raccoon? Sorry, it's bestiality. No, I want to argue this. It 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 is consensual (laughs) bestiality. Question mark, question mark. Okay, let's move on from this. I'm really sorry. You started it. I'm sorry. You started not finishing it. We are getting to the bottom of okay. this right okay. I don't think the consensual is the problem with the bestiality, with the bestiality in the same sense. Well, I mean, like, aliens are not human. Exactly. So, is it but like he's an, experiment. he's an experiment on a Terran life form. Yeah. But, like, if he, he is with, like... He doesn't like, identify as a raccoon. Yeah, exactly. Oh, See, now we're getting into no. If raccoon, if raccoon gets with uh, what's the girl with the tentacle? Mantis. With mantis, mantis is not even human. Mantis she might not even like sexually reproduce because she does say she was a larvae at some stage, and like she, she like, in um, Guardians too. She implies. I want to see her. She implies story. that she hatched. <laughs> Um, and she was raised as a larvae by Ego in mm. Guardians 2. Um, is she like the green dude from Futurama who can reproduce by touching? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want that. Is it? Okay. What? <laughs> she's she, know she's Futurama? secretly been selecting a breeding partner every time. <laughs> no, what, no where, where is this podcast going now? Oh I my god. Well, it is sexuality. So we do talk about Any sexuality. other characters? Uh, I'll have a look. I think that's probably it. Is there anyone we haven't touched on who we think is an important cornerstone mm-hmm. of Endgame who should have been gayer? Valkyrie <laughs> should have been gay. Holy shit, yes! She was underutilized and, yeah. Loki should have been should have been shown gayer, but I mean, he's dead. So. Okay, Loki's he's not dead. dead. He's alive. I, I thought Thanos killed him. In, um, he, in in the back in 2012 the when they were trying to do the time heist and steal the Tesseract, um... They, he took the Tesseract and disappeared with it, so he's fucked off. Nice. But, cool. yeah, so, like, Steve- that whole timeline doesn't, ex- it's like it doesn't exist. Like, he can't, Steve cannot come back to this future through his own actions, hey, through actually, every other Hey, actually, fun, fun endgame breaking point. Loki has the Tesseract and fucked off. Didn't the um, Ancient One say something about having a tes- like, an Infinity Stone out of the timeline will mm. ruin everything? Mm-hmm. Even if exactly. Cap, even if Cap returns the scepter, the Tesseract. There's no Cap. reason for him to well, go wait. back and return any of the Infinity Stones. Wait, but is uh, it still in Loki's the universe? Loki's probably just fucked off to some corner of that universe. Loki hasn't fucked off to a different timeline. I don't think. 
Is the ancient he's one made a different timeline about? by fucking off. Like he's he's, he's, the he's made the timeline for his TV show, which everyone knew was happening, so I don't know why the Loki fans were so mad he got no oh, screen time. Oh, okay. I completely forgot about that because it's Wonder... Wonder um, and Vision. Vision. Is what... Oh, is he coming back? Apparently, but we're gonna uh, either that or it's How? going to, either that or it's going to be their life in between. You know, I accept that such. because I started to really ship them as soon as I knew it was doomed. I was like, <laughs> "This is my shit right there." Doomed love interest. Someone falls I, off a train. Someone gets frozen in ice. I, someone gets destroyed by their lover. I like, love it's them. My shit. I love them in the comics, but I'm so angry that Paul Bettany is so old oh, and so she gross. is so young. She's like. Like, she's a teenager. She's like eighteen in the in Infinity War. No, in Civil War. In at most. No, no. Um, in in fucking Ultron, she's probably a like young adult. Um. Um. Well, because uh, when Tony and Steve are fighting, and then Tony says something about Wanda, Steve's like, "Oh, she's just a kid." Yeah, like. I think a eighteen year old was a kid because I'm twenty four. I mean, this, yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, this is three years old. So she's, yeah, and so she's like twenty. She's like mid, like early twenties. Yeah. Um. But and then if we want to really get into it, technically, Vision's a baby because yeah, he's exactly. a robot who is yeah. he's three. That's what I mean. But like Paul Bettany being old, it's the, the actor yeah. problem that I'm having. Yeah. I hate the age gap between the actors mm. because that happens in every movie. Here mm. mm. it is. Um, she deserves better. But yeah, maybe we'll get some shenanigans with them. Maybe she'll go to an alternative timeline. Her powers are reality-based, and now that they've got the mutants back, they could actually play with that. She could Ooh. make... She literally creates a reality where she, like, magics two kids into yeah, existence. So who's to say she can't magic... What? Isn't that... No. Magneto's her dad. Magneto's her dad. Yeah, it's her and Vision's kids. Her and Vision's kids. Yeah, and so, like, they're easily she could magic Vision back into existence. Who's her mum? Um, oh god, depends which comic you read. Um, usually implied to be Magneto's wife that he met in the concentration camps. Yeah. Um, Magda, I think's her name. And she freaks out when she realises he's a mutant and there's townspeople who riot and do things and that's So messy. why can't Wanda bring her brother back? Why is her brother, her brother dying in the first place is really cheap. And because I, yeah. think, I think that was because Marvel and Fox at the time were like, finger guns each other like yeah staring Peter each other Pietro. down um yeah and they were like well you can have scarlet witch and do something with her we'll take quicksilver and do something yeah. with him which was a tragedy you can't separate those two mm. well they did i know and it sucks anyway um <laughs> i'll stop Ugh. before i go down a rabbit hole <laughs> sweet rabbit hole let's uh, anything <laughs> else on sexuality out. do you have any more notes mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, shout out to, I know this is more of an Infinity War thing, but shout out to Drax being super, like, Thor is amazing. Thor is a man. Thor is a man. You're a boy. <laughs> He's a man. It's like a pirate had a baby with an angel. <laughs> I'm like, no hetero. Drax pie? <laughs> Everyone is just, it's great. It's so good. So like, I don't know how Marcus and McFeely can write... Two dudes, ten feet apart in a hot tub. Can write some things that are like, yes, and then other things are like, no, we completely retract what we said then, and we don't actually think any of these characters are queer. I think it all got to their head after Winter Soldier. They made a really good film and everyone loved it. And I don't know. Like, 
Civil War, I can no. I can still get behind Civil War because the studio so obviously wanted it to go one way, mm. and then they had it going in a different direction, and so it was basically two movies in one. And and I think they did well, but it's like half of it was the movie I deserved and wanted. They were too afraid to let them hug in yeah. that movie. Yeah. They got a shoulder pat on the plane. They finally got the hug in, like, Infinity War. So one of them How could you be doing, dusted. Bro? Not bad for the end of the world. <laughs> You're about mm-hmm. to cry. Mm-hmm. I'm fine, I can pull it together. Is there anything else we wanted to talk about? I think that's, I think we've covered all the queer bases. Cool, we've been Hulk, talking for an hour and a half. We're Hulk beans, Hulk beans. Oh, Hulk! Hulk! Can we talk about Hulk? Hulk. No, we, yeah, we want to talk about Hulk? Yeah, we want to talk about yeah. Hulk. Because I was thinking that, like, I was thinking this, and I'm obviously not the person to really go into depth about it, or even trans, maybe yeah. trans narrative, yeah. And so, like, him coming to terms with his identity and being like this is me now this is who i am and i'm embracing mm. all different sides of my personality all different sides of my identity mm. and that was just so good and that, every time someone refers to him as a freak i like double in size and lava spews out of my mouth and I kill everyone around me <laughs> he does seem to demonstrate signs of i fought a villain like that last week <laughs> signs of body dysmorphia oh yeah. not body dysmorphia but like when he when he becomes banner again and sees the destructions that uh, destruction that he sees Re- really when he's when, when 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 i say destruction is is the uh, is the casualty of 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 when he's trying to save the world when when hulk is trying to save the world would it would that be fair to say yeah for sure um so when when that happens he 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 feels guilty and he he suppresses hulk in in you know in a sense that that is very similar i guess I, I can't say because I'm not I'm not um, transgender like that I'm I'm just non-binary. Um, but would, is that something that resonated with you? It my when when I I guess when I when I tell people not to call like refer to me as as masculine pronouns uh, as as him or as boy or as dude it could it could damage relationships in in like that i don't know i i'm really reaching to to find an analogy here but no that's fine like when i when i look at that and I, i'm like okay i'll just present as whatever i'll just cope with the misgendering it'll be fine um am i suppressing that self am i am i being a banner am i am i not being being my true self by by embracing and showing my my non-binary gender agenda like i do i do wonder um because you you brought this up, what what did you think? What did you think? Um, well, I was I didn't really give it that much thought. Mm. I just thought it was like um, because I I more relate to him in a way that like I have bipolar, mm. so it's more like often the Jekyll and Hyde thing has been used to as an analogy for bipolar depression, mm. and so um, and same as lycanthropy as well, mm. and um, and so I was like. Like, if I was to relate to um, Hulk Banner, whatever you want to call him now, um, I would, it would be more in the way of that, like, he's finally come to terms with his mental illness. Mm. Like, if he considers that to be a mental right. illness. Which... But it's, it's interesting that he says in the fiction that um, he deliberately, like, dosed himself with more gamma radiation. Mm. And it's like, I found a really interesting analysis after it that was like, where is Hulk, like, 
there is a lot of banner in what's left. Mm. Like, we got Hulk's body, but where's Hulk's personality, brain, mm. mind, intellect? What happened to it being two hands on the wheel? Mm. And, and Banner, like, it's almost like in Ragnarok, where Banner's talking about it felt like I was in the trunk and Hulk was in the driving seat. He's put Hulk in the trunk. And it's mm. Banner in puppeteering Hulk's body. That's mm. how I feel about my mania and my depression. It's like I'm taking medication now. And to put all of my issues in the trunk of my car and be like, no, I'm a functioning, healthy person because I've got both hands on the wheel and I can drive this car. And all that shit's in the back where it still occasionally jumps out and forces me out of the car and pushes me onto the road and then runs me over. Mm. But, um... You know, mm. I oh, can just, relate. Just to clarify, when I was saying like about the consequences of being Hulk and the consequences of being yourself, I'm not putting a negative valence of, on, on the consequences. I feel like a lot of these things are necessary, like as, as the damages Hulk do, are necessary for him to then save the world. It's necessary for me to cut certain ties to actually be myself. So that there are people who are toxic who do not, do not uh, uh, acknowledge uh, or, or, or even, even, you, you know, they, they don't acknowledge my gender. They don't acknowledge my, my presence as who I am. And I feel like, uh, I need to clarify that when I say damage, that's just as far as the analogy goes. Yeah. I'm not trying to say, that's the, don't do that. Yeah. That's what he does to the buildings in New York. No, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's, thanks for sharing Alex. Yeah. Mm. That's excellent. Thank you so much. Mm. Is there anything else we want to talk about? I'm pretty good. I think we've covered most yeah. of the bases. Yeah, An hour and a half <laughs> to oh. talk about a three-hour movie. I know, right? We're nearly there, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take an intermission. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Okay. All right. That's that'll be us. That's us signing out. Tana, do you want to say goodbye? Yeah. Um. Thanks for having me back to talk about again more Marvel shit because it's my life. <laughs> Just tell me one day if you ever want me for Winter Soldier. I'm thinking about it. Oh You're my wearing god! You down. I'm wearing it down. Do you want to introduce yourself and sign out since you spoke up? Did I though? No, you didn't. Don't. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Please, I love you. Should I? Should I yes. foreshadow our uh, one of our future? You still want to do it? Yeah, yeah? absolutely. Okay, so yeah. Alex and I are coming out with an an episode sometime. We haven't decided when we're going to record it. But um, what did you want to say about it? Uh, that it's gonna be okay. Let's just say say big shot. Um, we're gonna do uh not analysis so much as just talking about ranting. and and admiring and ranting all at the same time about the show Sensate. <gasps> oh my god! The oh, guy. No! <laughs> Audible queer girl. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Good. I, I feel like Dana's really keen. <laughs> Maybe Dana will feature in that no, one. No, 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 you, you do it. Do it I'll do listen. It. I'll me. listen and gasp in the car. It's you too. It's your one. Yep. So hopefully, hopefully I'll be back soon and you'll, y'all will hear from me again. Absolutely. I really enjoyed this show. Thank you for it. Thank you so much for coming on. I thought it was really good. I like had some points and like, cause I have a blog where I spew all my thoughts yeah. randomly it's in delicious. a barrage of Ew. queerness. It's just have you read my blog? No. <laughs> <laughs> the real MVP. Yeah, exactly. You're the real OG. <laughs> it's just a chill and a chat. It's yeah. really fun. Yeah, it's really cool. All right. Um, Dana's episode, second part of the second part of Dana's episode is coming out uh, in about uh, ten days. Oh fuck! Maybe. Yeah. So Sweet. the first part of her episode is out already. It's and good. 
it's Thanks. it's amazing. It's hilarious. Thanks. It is so funny. Thanks. We are so We're good. funny. We're Dream great. team. Yeah, you should be my co-host. So that you are insanely busy and it would never. Yeah, because I got a promotion at work with none of the money. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, yes, Dana's episode will be out soon. Um, listen to the first part. If you want to get the second part now, you can subscribe to my Patreon for $3, and then I'll have some bonus goodies and stuff. Um, I should do that. Including, um, that would be fun if you did that. <laughs> you don't have to because you're my friend and it feels weird making my friends pay for things. I hate to interrupt your podcast, but Dana, do you remember when we very first started dating and I joked that you were Lisa's sugar mama and then you agreed with me. Okay, um, <laughs> don't subscribe to my Patreon. I love a MILF, but... I'm, one, I'm younger than you, bitch! <laughs> Listen to, yes, listen to Dana's episode. Alex and my episode is coming out when we record it sometime. I've got um, episodes scheduled uh, that I'm recording and they will be scheduled for June. Um, and then maybe our episode after that. Yes. So it will come out sometime. Eventually. Eventually. All right, everybody. uh, Thanks for tuning in. I shall see you next time. Bye.